Let's back at it again. Part two to episode six. Now, I said what I said in the first uh, episode of uh, episode six. But this is part two to episode six. But we're probably going to more likely call it episode seven. Why not? Anyway. Week one, let's get it, cost football pickums. Like I said, we do pickums for college and NFL. Uh, NFL is gonna be called pigskin pickums, but for college, it is college pickums, and we get nothing but the Saturday games. So there's no, there will be no Friday. There will be no Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Sunday, Monday games. But Due to it's been week one and it's Labor Day weekend, special weekend. This the only only other time other outside of championship weekend and bowl season that we do this like this. So we will do the ten games that is given to us randomly picked, and some of them are big games and some of them are not. And so we're gonna do the ten that that's given to us, and we also gonna do a couple more, more likely the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. That is also in tow for this weekend uh, in week one. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. First game we got we got on the books. We got check this out. We got an ACC Big Ten slobber slobber knocker. Uh, we got the scar. Uh, we got the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers heading down to Chestnut. Massachusetts, I guess is what it's called. Anyway, don't matter. Boston College. We got Rutgers and Boston College to start off with. This game is going to be on SEC Network at 11 o'clock Central Time on the ACC Network. Uh, the matchup predictor so far, we are looking at 60, uh, 70 to 29 70.3 to 29.7 Boston College. That's what we're looking at. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I went ahead and took the home team, I believe, in the matchup where I believe it's pretty much even. Or necessarily, I believe our Boston College is probably a little better team than at Rutgers at right now. But I'm going to be honest with you, Greg Shinano is still at Rutgers. So they're going to be a hard-nosed team. This will probably be a very good 11 o'clock, you know, one of them games that you just want to have on TV just to look up every once in a while. This is one of them games you can do that with. And, and I'm going to take the home team on this. I believe Boston College, you know. Uh, is they, they they ain't that far from each other. But one's in Massachusetts, the other one's in New Jersey. It's not that far from each other, not too too far from each other at all. So it's not like you going from West Coast to East Coast or East Coast to West Coast, you know, or North to South, you know, you know. It's not they both pretty much in the same region. I'm gonna go ahead and take Boston College in this matchup. Moving right along. Moving right along, we got the. 2.30 matchup with with number 19, Arkansas, hosting number 23, Cincinnati, Bearcats. This game is on ESPN. Let me give you the fan predictor that, that we got. It is it's 60-40, basically. 59.6, 40.4. 
60, basically 60, 40 Arkansas due to, the, with the fans. Um, and I'm actually going to go with, again, I'm going to go with the, uh, what the fans are talking about. Uh, this game to me is, if this game was in Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati would have a very, very, very slight edge. But because this game is in Arkansas, this game is in Arkansas. I think Arkansas gets the nod. Arkansas gets the nod of being the favorite um, in this game. I believe Arkansas will win this game. Um, I think Arkansas, due to the quarterback, the quarterback situation with both teams, uh, not necessarily one one bringing back their quarterback, the while the other one not bringing back their quarterback because their quarterback is actually in uh, Atlanta. Playing for the Atlanta Falcons, not starting though, but rookie for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think honestly, I really believe that Arkansas win this game. This is not the same, you know. They don't have Sauce Gardner, or they don't have the other kid that was on the side of Sauce Gardner. They don't have, you know, neither one of those two on the defense. Or so, I think the passing game will be. I think Arkansas win this game not comfortably, but I think this game will be close. Going going to halftime will be close, but I think Arkansas will win this game in the fourth quarter. Moving right along, um, we have the Chick Fil A kickoff game, one of the games that, uh, of the weekend. We have Georgia hosting Oregon. Now, now, it's this game is not at the Hedges. This game is at the Georgia Dome, which is pretty much a home game for Georgia. Like, come on, let's be real. That really could have put in this game look like a little way closer to somewhere where it's, <laughs> you know, where it's not a home field advantage. But this game is at two two thirty Eastern time on e on ABC actually, uh, ESPN Family. But it's gonna be on ABC. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. A lot of people are picking Georgia. It's ninety four. It's ninety four to ninety four or uh, the six percent. Like that's how that's how badly a landslide this is. But I hate to tell y'all this. Y'all remember that I said Georgia, and y'all noticed that I didn't say Georgia makes not just not make it to their conference championship game, but I think they get spoiled because. You know, most of this, most of that team that was on that team either has left to the NFL or they, you know, they transferred out. This is a different Georgia team. This is they're going to have some players that we haven't seen before just yet, or have played very little. Um, I think this, or I think both of these teams, I think Oregon returns just a little more than uh, Georgia had has to return. Um, Dan Landing, um, the head coach of uh, Oregon, he is used to be the former. He's the former defensive coordinator at Georgia. That's now the head coach at Oregon. Um, he will be playing against this former team for the first game of the season. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I think it comes down to the quarterback situations. 
I understand that Georgia's offense is going to be way better than their defense versus what it was last year with their offense. Like, they, like you know, they ran the ball very – they ran the ball really well last year. But let's be honest, their passing offense was not nothing to – it was nothing to, hey, we really threatened by that. This year they could be – a lot of teams could be threatened by their passing game versus their running game. I think they could be a very – actually well-balanced uh, offense this year. But their defense – I got a couple questions. I think this is the game where you catch Georgia with different people at different spots necessarily. Usually the first games where you kind of get most of your mess upset, you know, you know, try to figure out. And, and, and this is, I hate to say, this is a bad game for Georgia to fill out if this person is the right spot, you know, for the defense and stuff like that. I believe Oregon is – I believe Oregon is going to be focused on this game. I think a lot of people are not giving Oregon a shot in this game. I'm actually going to give Oregon not just a shot. I think Oregon upsets Georgia and give us the first upset of the season in the afternoon games. I'm taking Oregon. I'm being one of those 6% six, six people that's picking Oregon. I'm going to take Oregon in the upset. Also at 2.30 on CBS, we have San Diego State versus Arizona. Neither neither one of these two teams are ranked, but I'm going to be honest with you, I took the home team in this, in this instance, which is San Diego State and over Arizona. Arizona, Arizona have really, really gave us anything that thinks that will do anything. The 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 fan pick is basically 80, 84, 84, 16. So necessarily, San Diego State is pretty much favorite, not even just Vegas, but favorite in the fans. So we'll just check out and see how we, how that plays out and stuff. There is on my shockers, but we'll be honest. I think San Diego State win this game very very comfortably. What's the next game? All right, CBS Sports Network at two thirty. We have Houston ranked. Number twenty four taking on a Texas San Antonio team that was a double digit win the last couple of years actually. I believe Texas San Antonio was a ten win ten win team two years ago, three possibly three years ago, um, and they definitely was a they definitely was a double digit win uh, double digit uh, uh, win team last year, um, and they're not ranked right now. Um, and we'll be honest with you, this is ju- this is just a. I'm not saying Texas San Antonio and Houston is a rivalry. This is not necessarily a rivalry, but this is a Texas. You know, it's a Texas thing, and uh, and necessarily, necessarily, I feel like that uh, this game might be a little closer, just a little bit closer than uh, experts believe it's going to be. But I think it's going to be a little closer. But Houston wins this game. In the fourth quarter, it's one of them games where it's close just because it's the first game of the season, and Texas Antonio might have a shot at in the fourth quarter, but then throw an interception, fumble, something like that, uh, ejection for targeting. Somehow, somehow, Primus goes the wrong way for Texas Antonio, and Houston end up escaping from them. So I'm gonna take Houston in the matchup. All right, next game, three o'clock. ESPNU, we have number 25 BYU on the road to play South Florida. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. This is probably be the most landslided pick outside of San Diego State, and I'm telling you right now, South Florida don't have a shot in this game. Uh, BYU is gonna bring a hammer. They 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 return a lot of starters. I mean, a lot of starters. They one of the they one of five teams that t- returns damn near twenty close. It, it was somewhere between eighteen to twenty two starters. And I hate to put it at this. Don't don't get me wrong. I I, I think it's eighteen nineteen for BYU, but they return basically majority pretty much majority of they they whole squad on both sides of the ball on both sides of the ball. not just one side both sides of the ball so they're not gonna be one strong side of the other this is gonna be a very they not BYU is not fast they quick but they're not burner fast but at the same time they will beat you where it matters discipline and physicality you can never I'm telling y'all you can never never go wrong with just little things little things will beat you in a game it, 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 this is not a cliche this is just factual physicality and discipline BYU will be physicality and discipline I like I said I do have BYU in my in my top in my top four in the playoffs so guess what they gotta win this game BYU next game Wait, all right, y'all. Let's get into some night games. All right, the last two games. The last. Oh, my man, we got four round games. So we're going to say those other two games. I believe that's a night game, too, man. Yeah, okay, so these next four games are night games. But we're going to start with the other two that's at the, below the other games. And we're going to start with uh, the six. 30, yeah, 630 game on ESPNU right after the BYU game will be Memphis at Mississippi State. Listen to me when I tell y'all this. Do not fall for the okie doke with this fan, with this fan uh predictor. Do don't fall for the okie doke. Listen to what the words I'm about to tell y'all. Memphis will play this game tough. Okay, rep- let me repeat what I just said. Memphis will play Mississippi State tough. Do not fall for the okie doke. In one of my other upsets of the weekend, I am taking Memphis over Mississippi State. I do not, and and this is nothing has to do with really X's and O's. This have to do with. Memphis has always played the SEC as tough as possible. As Ole Miss, Ole Miss did not. Ole Miss didn't just don't blow. They never really just blow out uh, Memphis when they played them. And Ole Miss and Miss and, and Ole Miss and Memphis are actually kind of rivals. They just not. They don't play each other every single year. But when they do play, Memphis gives them a run every single time. Memphis plays at Mississippi State. They do go down there with the cowbells. But I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of people just saying, oh, well, it's the SEC. They should beat Memphis. Memphis ain't there. Listen to me. Remember who came out of Memphis. I'm just being honest. What's the Anthony kid? I think he's still with Chicago. He might not be with Chicago. 
He was at the wide receiver. He was at Memphis. Tony Pollard was at Memphis. Darrell, uh, Darrell Henderson, running back for uh, the defeated champs, uh, Los Angeles Rams, was from Memphis. Paston Lynch, even though he's not a great, he was, he never did pan out in the NFL, but go back and watch his tape at Memphis. I'm just being honest with y'all. Don't sleep on Memphis. This is an upset for y'all. This is an upset. Now Memphis might lose this game, but I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm not. I, 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 some tells me I don't don't pick Mississippi State in this game. I'm taking Memphis in this game. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. Nine thirty, one of the night. This this is gonna be about two nightcap games uh, on this week on Saturday night. So, and it's a USC. Um, ESPN Plus uh, pay-per-view brought to you on ESPN Plus, and you got Nick uh, Diaz fighting that around that time. So you got plenty of things to watch for all you nightheads, sports watchers. Now, Oregon State will be hosting be uh, Boston. Uh, excuse me, will be hosting Boise State. Um, 78 to 22 going to Boise going with Boise State. I'm gonna tell y'all this. This is not necessarily an upset. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I, I think Oregon State is a lot better, but they're not a 10 win team. I think Oregon State could it could be a quiet could easily be a quiet eight nine win team this year. They've been very very quiet, been very very productive. Oregon State is not a team that's really going to surprise anybody. It'll be a surprise to most because if they do get the eight nine wins, but not to the ones that pay attention to the pay attention to the details. Oregon State can play ball, and Oregon State can play big ball when big ball comes to town. As NC, as Oregon, as Washington. And I understand that's the reason where they play, but ask those teams that were ranked. Now, I'm born to stay in Boise State ain't right, but Boise State, Boise State averaged 10 wins, 9, 10 wins a season. Down there every year. Every year since 2000. So, miss, miss me when, you, when I say this. Boise State will lose to Oregon State in this game. Very close game. Very close game late night. All right. Both of these games is at basically around the same time, but one will start 30 minutes earlier than the other one. One's on ESPN. The other one's going to be on ABC. But let's start with Florida hosting the number seven team in the nation, Utah Utes. Uh, this is what I like to call the Urban Meyer Bowl. <laughs> Urban Meyer did not start at Utah, but he went from Bowling Green to Utah. Um, took Utah to a Fiesta Bowl, turned turned Alex Smith into a first round a first round overall pick. Uh I'm just being honest, y'all. Um Kyle Winningham has done so much, has built that program, took that program with when Urban Meyer left and ran with it. He has won big he has won Mountain West to Big Twelve, not Big Twelve, but uh Pac-12 
championships. Like, listen to me, my oh, Bento championships. Listen, Utah. I respect Utah. I have all respect. And, and, and my favorite colors are red and black. And I, I respect most teams that are red and black and all that. And I'm not going through a color thing or whatever. Or actual, you know, actual colors, you know, whatever. My favorite colors and all this. I'm not going through that. I'm being serious. Utah is a very good team. Very physical. Uh, they can be finesse at times. But they can be physical too. But I'm going to tell y'all something. Reason why I'm taking my team, the Florida Gators, one, they're at home. If this game was at Utah, oh, I'm taking Utah. I'm taking. I'm with the. And I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell you this. There is a lot of this. This this is a closer split than a lot of folks is predicting. This, or, or think it is. 57-43. Utah. Not a lot of people really confident that Utah is going to come out of there at a Gainesville with a win. And I'm going to tell you one particular, one particular thing, reason why I say that. Utah is coming from the elements. Now, are they, are they literally a mile off the, uh, a mile off the uh, land, off a of sea level? Nah. But probably not. Probably not as quiet as high, but they up there. Utah got mountains, just like Colorado. They coming from the mountains. Uh, they don't have the heat of humidity like Gainesville, Georgia does. And if I'm not mistaken, is the temperature's gonna be in the mid nineties on Saturday? Understandable. It's coming off the mid nineties, so it's gonna be it's gonna be cooler going towards the end of the third, going to the fourth. It ain't gonna be cool, but it's gonna be cooler than it would would be when if the game was at two thirty, you know. But they be coming off the nineties. The sun ain't gonna be down until about seven o'clock, and so you looking at this game, you looking at heat until halftime at least. And I'm sorry, Florida. They, this what this is what they do. <laughs> they built for this. They built for this heat. They built for cramps and all this. I'm telling you right now. I like Utah. Reason why I didn't pick Utah to be, be in the college football playoffs or win the Pac-12 is because they're gonna have an oops game. This that oops game. Florida will win this game. Upset. Then put, then put. If this game will put everybody in the SEC East on notice. New, new coaching staff. I mean, a brand new coaching staff. I mean, literally brand new coaching staff. Uh, new system. A uh, lot of excitement in in Gainesville. Listen, listen. I followed, I followed them on on social media and seeing the recruits and all that. I'm telling you, there's a lot of excitement in Gainesville. There's a lot of people. Don't 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 listen to Paul Feinbaum and them. I'm telling y'all this. Don't listen to them. Do your own research. Go to Gator, 24 Gator. This and that. Go to listen to me. It's a couple of them maybe be like, all right, this and that. You know, whatever. We we which which Florida is a little thin. I'm on a couple of positions, but that's just coming from you know. Replenish the recruits on, you know, replenish the depth with the recruits and stuff like that. So that, that just come in time. But we just talking about this game right now. So 
Florida? Oh, I'm picking Florida in this game. Upset alert. 6.30, next game, last game of the 10. Of the 10, pick, of the 10 pick games are picked for me. ABC, 6.30, ABC. We are looking at primetime. We're looking at the primetime game of the week. Top two. Hey, we got a top five matchup. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all this. This is Vegas got this game at 17.5 point favorite for Ohio State. They don't believe Notre Dame is going to keep up with Ohio State. And that might be true. And I, I respect that. I respect the I respect the fact that people really is not that I'm not just uh, I'm not even upset that y'all believe that Ohio State is going to win this game. Or even if Ohio State blow out Notre Dame. It, that doesn't bother me. The 17 and a half point underdog, eh, that really doesn't bother me either. That's just Vegas just being Vegas because technically it was really 14 and a half, but they just did that just to, just to bait more people to bait, you know, bait more people to, with the bet. That's just to set folks up. And y'all going to fall for the okie doke. This game is not going to be no 17 and a half. Stop the line. That means an 18, that's three That's three touchdowns, basically. No dang, even if no dang loses, it's not going to be three touchdowns. They're setting, they setting y'all up for failure. Oh, yeah, setting y'all up for failure. Listen to me while I'm about to tell y'all this. Notre Dame, just like Florida, except for Notre Dame's a little bit better. They're a little thin on, on one, maybe no more than two positions. But it's okay. Recruits are coming. Um, a lot of people are going to realize that this team is going to be a lot better next year. Just like Florida. Florida going to be way better than they were next year. Then They're going to be way better next year than they are this year. So I'm going to be honest with y'all. Don't, don't pay attention to the records. Trust me. No, they're going to be a way better team than Florida this year, but I'm just don't pay attention to the records. Understand something. I, I'm telling you right now. Marcus Freeman kind of lied to y'all this morning. He said that that was more talking about focus on practice, this and that, blah, blah. No, Marcus, you, you made it known. You're pissed. You're pissed at Vegas putting y'all at 17 and a half point, baby. You don't, you yourself believe that's disrespectful. And it's kind of is. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's kind of is. It's baiting y'all saying, hey, this top, this number five team really ain't should be in the top five. Possibly so. But I'm going to tell you this. Paul Fine Mom, I'm going to put you on blast for a second. You dirty little bitch. Now, I meant every word I just said right there. Paul Fine Bomb is a punk. He likes, see, when you get older, not even older, but you get old, you start to get stale. And what I mean by stale, you you just like certain things. And it's okay. Even me. I'm going to be 35 and be something. I like certain things. I just like certain things, period. But I understand the game, though. 
I think the older people that is in sports or writing or broadcasting and then or commentating or analysts and stuff like that, the older ones they get stuck in their ways. They feel like oh, just because this team it, it really, just because Notre Dame hasn't won a national championship since 1988, oh, they ain't shit. Let me tell y'all this. There's a lot of teams in the country, a lot of programs in the country, having this shit in a long time. Arkansas won a national championship by being tied, and nobody came really. Just like the year, the last time we had two teams, in the fit, by by the standard of the AP, and I ain't talking about. Um, I ain't talking about um, what was that? What was that year? The uh, Central Florida year. I ain't going to that. That was just stupid. But the last time that we had two teams that were hard to pick as the nice champs was Michigan and SE. Now. There's 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 a lot of other things you can talk about. As much as he put that passion into Notre Dame, talking about he, he just despised Notre Dame. Let me tell you this: keep that same energy about Michigan. Michigan is a very arrogant team, very arrogant program, very arrogant school in general. Even people in Michigan don't even like people like the people that go to Michigan. Like the regular people in Michigan goes to Michigan State. The uh, the uppity, snobby people go to Michigan. Regular folks go to Michigan State. Now we're talking about Notre Dame in this in this instant. Notre Dame is a hard school to get into, first of all. And I'm I know I'm taking I'm I'm going around the corner with this, telling y'all what my pick is in this game. But I think y'all know where I'm going with this. Oh, high school. Oh, state is a fine, fine program. Oh, state. I have picked to go to the to go to the college football playoffs, and I stand by it, ladies and gentlemen. Due to the fact that oh, Notre Dame is number five, and even and due to the fact this game is week one, and a lot of people are just. I'm gonna be honest with you. They're going to forget about this game come November. They are. Stop the line. They did it so many times. So many times. They just like, you know what? You know, hey, you know what? Just shake your head. It's okay. Oh, I'll stay could lose this game. I don't even know what I'm going to be honest with. I'm going to just be realistic with y'all. I ain't going to go there. I'm going to be realistic with y'all. Oh, I'll stay is probably going to win this game. I'm in my, I'm emotional, pissed off about this game. Because of one person, Paul Feinbaum. I want to stick it to his face, and I want to show up. I'm going to one day come to him and post him and be like, you was a bitch. To his face. I'm being so serious. 
I have never disdainly don't like anybody on TV in a long time like this. I disdainly do not like Paul Feinbaum. It's okay to sit there and say a team don't have a shot. It's not the fact that you said that Notre Dame don't have a shot. It's the way he said Notre Dame don't have a shot. And do you understand what that does to kids that feel like they got to be underdogs when they don't have to be? I think a lot of people, even at Notre Dame, they're like, all right, we're probably going to lose this game. We're going in to win the game, try to win the game, but ultimately, let's be real, we probably going to, we could lose this game and rip off 11 in a row after that. And that's okay. It happens. But the disrespectfully just say, oh, this team just, why are they even there? Why they just a waste of time. I'm going to tell you this. Paul Feinbaum, if it was up to him, he would have Alabama, Georgia. He would just have four teams to talk about, and that's it. Everybody else would just trash them. Let me put it this way. Ohio State came from 14, being ranked 14 into the national chapter, into the college football playoffs to win the national championship. There have been other teams that came from the mid ranks to get and got in the playoffs. It's documented. Go check it out. I'm taking a longer time. I say this game for last for a reason. It burns me. I know I'm going to lose this pick. I already know. Even if I go 9 and 0 on the rest of them, I will be dog happy. Be cool with it. But I'm telling you right now, I'm rooting so hard for Notre Dame to win this game. To stick it to everybody that really think Notre Dame don't have a shot to beat a really, really good team. And sometimes, I tell y'all this, it's any given Saturday for, for college. It's any given Sunday for NFL. For high school, it's any given Friday for high school. NBA, it's any given night. Period, because they play every night. So to sit there, to sit there and diminish kids that's 18, 19, 20 years old, 21 years old, and I, you know, I don't really mean kids 21 years old, they over, you know, they adults, and all of them are adults, but it's just, let's be real. They still, you know, the kids, bro. At the end of the day, the kids, the young kids. They training just like everybody else training, pumping weights like everybody else pumping weights, running, get run, running gashes and getting ready for the season just like everybody else is. It's one thing you can understand, and it's I like I said, I understand. No, that they ain't don't have a shot in this game. And I'm cool with that. But to sit there and disdain it and just be ugly with it and just be, just be, not even ruthless, just be ugly with it, bro. Like, that, like you ain't got to be like that. You's a bitch. 
And every time you want to, you got this, this is what, what, what overcooks my grace. When you get to a certain status, finally, and, oh, and Paul Farbaum, you know, he made it, you know, you know, he he started from the bottom. I ain't, I know the story, you know, stuff like that. He started from the bottom with his show and stuff like that with Alabama, just keeping it with Alabama, Auburn, this and that, all that, all that good jazz, and then grew it into the SEC and now on TV. His show got said is now on TV on the SEC network and everything. And, you know, being on ESPN and this and you know what I'm saying. I get it. You get to a certain status and now you act like you don't forget who the people are. You never forget the people. Fuck the fact that what your status is. Never forget the people. And you that moment on TV, and it, and it ain't just been one. It's been like three since they've been trying to talk about this game. The game is coming now. So now I get the... This is the one time I think of the year. It's not just where I'm picking my team to win this game. I'm picking my team and rooting hard for my team to shut a bitch-ass, punk-ass person that thinks he's too good to just talk sports. You got to talk down? I ain't going to go through it. He didn't say anything like that. He wasn't going towards that. So I'm not even going to take it there. It's not even about that. It's just about the fact you telling these group of guys, brotherhood, on the field, saying, oh, you ain't got a shot. Don't even show up at Columbus. Okay. See, if I was part of that team, I'd be, paying, I'd be playing that shit on the clock, on the dot every time we get a chance to. And I hope everybody get in their head. Shut motherfuckers up like that. <sighs> With that being said, I'm picking all I'm picking all another dame in this game in this game. I know Ohio State gonna win. I'm picking another dame in this game. Upset what? Upset. Big upset. Shut it put, shut the shit down. Tired, bro. Sometimes you get tired of people talking shit. It's one thing. Uh, it's not even trash, regular trash talk. It's just the fact, oh, your shit, your team ain't shit. And it's none. It's one way to say your team ain't shit. Like you're like, ah, right, bro, man, come on now. It's the way you say it. It's not what you say. It's the way you say it. It's the way you say, hey, this team ain't good. Oh, and they say, hey. This team is good, but let's be real. They're not championship ready. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to say, oh, no, they ain't probably going to get two. Probably going to get double digits win. They probably going to get 10 wins. And, but they're not going to be ready. They're not, they're not not this year. No. And you know what? Can I be honest? He literally just said, no, they ain't going to get 8 and 5. They're going to be 8 and 4. I mean, it's so dead ass when I say that. He basically said, no, they ain't going to lose to. He ain't say BYU, but he basically said BYU. So it was like BYU, Ohio State, Clemson, and probably another team, probably North Carolina Pitt. He got us losing basically four games. 
don't think Notre Dame's a four. I don't think Notre Dame's an eight win team. I think they're. I think they're at least a nine, but really a double digit. I think they're a ten win team. I think they're gonna get it together. I think they're gonna figure out a rhythm. Or, or, they got the same offensive coordinator. Different. Uh, Mark is gonna run the defense, even though they got a defense coordinator. But he's gonna run the defense. Come on now, let's be real. Well, that's y'all pickups. I usually ain't gonna take that long, but. I was a little pissed off about that last one. It, it burns me. It really does burn me. And like, like it's one thing you want to talk about facts, and you want to talk about you know, you're just not sure that Notre Dame is ready for this moment. You just flat out and just and try to shit on Notre Dame. That's what happened. That's why I'm pissed. It's not that you came on TV and just say, hey. Blah, 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 blah. No, you came on TV and said, oh, fuck Notre Dame. Fuck what you stand for. And middle finger that, that shit. That's what Paul Feinbaum did. And another thing, Greeny didn't check him like he should have checked him. But that's okay, Greeny. We, we all know that um, Northwestern ain't shit either. <laughs> I'll let y'all later. Oh, oh yeah. Forgot. I ain't done yet. Forgot. I gotta talk about these other two games that we got left on on the docket. So let's talk about it real quickly. Yeah, let's talk about it, y'all. Week one. <laughs> Here we go. Sunday. I think we got all the big games out the way for Saturday. Yeah, we do. We got all the big games out for Saturday. Uh, let's get into Sunday. Sunday, LSU, LSU on ABC will be hosting um, Florida State. Um I'm going to be honest with y'all. These are two teams that um, need a boost. Two teams that need... Um, yo, check this out. I'm looking on ESPN Network, ESPN.com, and they got the tickets. You know, they got a, they got a column part where they talking about, uh, how, you know, what the tickets prices is as low as, you know, X, Y, Z. Yo, can I be honest with y'all? By the way, by the way, the Florida State LSU game. Guess what? It's a home game for LSU. LSU is undefeated in the Super Domes, which I stopped putting them in the Super Dome. Whoever they play in the Super Dome, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. LSU gonna beat Florida State at the Super Dome on Sunday, Monday. We'll get the money in a second, but let me tell y'all this real quick. So FS1 got that late game with Kent State and, and at Washington. At 9.30 Central Time at Husky Stadium. Listen to me. You want to know what the lowest ticket for that game? The lowest ticket? $7. But that ain't the lowest of the weekend. Yes, you heard me right. $7. That ain't the lowest ticket, though. 
Texas hosting Monroe. The lowest ticket, $4. They give away tickets for that game. Like, look at this. That is ridiculous. You will give away tickets. Lord have mercy. Y'all ain't right. Y'all are not right. Anyway, enough of me to talk about that. Look, look here. Let's get into uh, Clemson and Georgia Tech. Uh, this game is at, in Atlanta, at, uh, at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Look here. That game is 7 o'clock ESPN on Monday, um, ranked number four Clemson, taking on Georgia Tech. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I ain't going to tell you who, who, who. Georgia, Georgia, I'm not, Georgia Tech is not is a big underdog in that game. I'm taking Clemson with the win. But if quarterback issues is a problem in that game, Georgia, be careful and don't be surprised if Georgia Tech keep that game close. Okay, now I'm done. I'll holler at y'all.